am back. What it do, baby? It's your boy, Jay Miller. Welcome to another episode of the Legends of Athletics podcast. And it's been a while. Um, it's been some time since the last episode. I think the last episode that we dropped was uh, February the 19th. And that's almost been about a month ago, man. It's been a lot going on uh, personally, a lot going on within uh, Legends of Athletics and a lot of good things, nothing bad. Um, 2020 has been quite the year. It's been a very interesting year so far. Um, filled with many, many things, um, things not so good and things that, you know, we can look on and kind of makes us, makes us curious. I can't really say, um, much, much past that, but, you know, first we lost a legend and Kobe Bryant, and now we're dealing with the coronavirus and people are quarantined and, uh, we're trying to, um, flatten the curve as we speak. Um, and with that, you know, it's a lot of time to think and reflect and a lot of time to spend with your family, uh, of course, being in, in your house. And it's a lot of time to just, you know, look with inside and, and reflect, even do some self-reflecting as well. Um, and that's something that you should do regardless of what's going on anyway. Um, I will say my two cents on the uh, coronavirus is practice good hygiene and stay prayed up. Those are two things I can tell you. But um, I would like to also say thank you to everybody that has taken the time to listen to Legends of Athletics, those who have taken the time to pass the message along, to, to share this with a neighbor, share it with a friend, uh, the podcast. Uh, we're doing good. We're still growing. And guys, even in the downtime, guys, we still have been growing. And I thank you for that. I thank you guys for being patient with me and also working with this podcast. And for those that I've met, um, it's been cool. For those I haven't, it, it's cool as well. Those who've given encouraging words, all that. I, I got to say shout out and thank you. Um, I can't name everybody, but, you know, thank you for, for that as well. And um, I'm trying to think what else. So many things. If you haven't taken the time to follow Legends of Athletics, go to Legends of Athletics on any platform, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Those are three platforms we're on right now. Type in Legends of Athletics. In some capacity, you will get us. Um, if you don't have any of those three platforms, you can go email us at legendsofathletics19 at gmail.com and reach out and just give us some words of encouragement. Give us some words of, you know, affirmate whatever you feel like, you know, just just toss toss a little bit there so what i want to talk about today you know of course we talk about the physicality of sports we talk about the mental aspect we talk about the spiritual all that but we're going to focus on the spiritual i mean on the mental today and i want to talk about fear and i want to talk about pain and how those things can drive us to being the best version of ourselves that we could possibly be now a lot of times when you think about fear and a lot of times when you think about pain you think about the negative connotations that come with those things. Some adjectives that come across your mind immediately, especially when things about fear, is stagnation, um, shock, not being able to move, being fearful that it won't work, being fearful that you don't have what it takes, uh, which could be low self-esteem, things like that. When you think about pain, you think about suffering. You think about um, going through trials and tribulations, hard times. You think about th things that are not so great. Um, and that, that, those things are true. But what you also have to look at is everything in this life, we have to turn into being a positive in some capacity in order to attract the things that we want to attract. We can't this. The law of attraction is very simple. If we speak negative things, then we will get negative things. If we speak positive things, then we will get positive things in return. 
And those are the basic laws of attraction. Like without a 200 page book, without a long synopsis, that in a nutshell is what it is. And so we have to learn how to make those things work for us to attract the things that we want to attract in our lives, whether that be financially, uh, in the world of athletics, in business, at, at our job, whatever. We have to learn how to make those things come to us. So everything in, in life is not going to be roses and, and skipping through the tulips. It's not, it's not going to be that. But what you can do is make this thing the best that it can be. So I think about it like this, right? I've, I use myself for example with a lot of things in life. Like when I talk to people, it's not being uh, so so absorbed in myself. But I use myself because I my perspective is probably the best in anything I can I can use, and I don't have to use anybody else. I don't have to be general. I can just use my own personal opinion um, for me. And so I think about fear being the first thing that, that we can we can talk about fear, right? So I've thought about fear in the capacity of being so fearful that I wasn't able to move, being so fearful that I was stagnant, being so fearful that things failed because I was fearful and didn't want to move. Um, but I can also think of fear in a positive way of where fear being so afraid of something pushed me to being the best that I could be. And when I played sports, right, I was so nervous each game, each time going to the sporting event. I was very, very nervous and fearful when it came to the game like practice I, I was always like kind of fearful like first week or two whatever but when it came to the game it pushed me to be better because i didn't want to be embarrassed i didn't want to be talked about i didn't want to let my team down i didn't want to let myself down i didn't want to let you know anybody down i didn't want to be embarrassed i didn't want to be talked about anything like that and so i was so nervous that it, uh, it pushed me to play my best game or to play my best games. That didn't mean that it always worked out that way. But a lot of times, more times than none, I had a great game or a great showing because of that fear um, of not letting people down or being embarrassed or not doing my part, this, that, the other, right? So in the other capacity, I can say that I've had moments where fear paralyzed me and I suffered the consequences because I was so fearful to not move, to not do anything, to not change anything, and I paid the ultimate price in the end because I refused to do those things, right? So with this, with my business, right? So I've been in the business of sports performance training, training athletes for five years. Basically, at this point, it's rolling into five years. So since 2000, April, since April 2014, until this point, I've been in the world of sports in some capacity, whether that's coaching. I've always been doing private training but coaching, et cetera. And so I remember when I had the business before this year, we launched Legends of Athletics this year. But if you were, if you followed me for a while, you do know that probably the last three, three years prior to 2019, I went, the business name was under the name of Geek Physiques. And so with Geek Physiques, I started that as soon as I got out of college. And I came back home, started my business, whatever. It had a cool name. People liked the name. It was a catchy name. This, that, whatever. But when it came to that business side of recruiting players, recruiting people to work with this, that, whatever, I did not I did not move because I was so scared that, you know, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe this person doesn't want to work with me because I don't know as much or I don't have as much equipment or I don't have the the fanciest stuff or a, a facility or anything like that and so that caused me a lot of times to miss out on people respond late to people to not um 
uh, put my best foot forward with with getting a a mass following. Um, but I had a few people, but that, those people that I had, the few I had were like people I really knew or just people that just really, 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 really wanted to work, work out. But I didn't really have like retention. I wasn't retaining a lot of people. I wasn't, you know, things like that, the business side of it. Right. Because that fear again paralyzed me and, and put me in a position where I did not move. Like I was not in a position to move. And so when you like that, of course, uh, subsequent, subsequent. As a result, because <laughs> I'm I'm getting tongue tied. As a result of that, um, my business began to fail. And when it it began to fail, I began to lose clients. And when you're in the world of sports training, sports performance coaching, you always are getting new clients. And nobody you can athlete athletics has a timetable on for anybody, and you don't keep people forever. And it's very rare that you get people that you train year like a like a full calendar year. That's very 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 rare. And so so uh, so consequently, what happened was, um, the business began to die slowly, and I was losing a lot of clients. And it got down to where I think I had maybe one or two clients left, and I had to make a choice. And I mean, a lot of people ask me this question: Justin, why did you change the name from Geek Physiques to Legends of Athletics? Um, and it came down to the thing where I, with Geek Physiques, I just felt like I was so immature. I was so g- uh, green, I guess you would say by the face, I had, uh, still similar on my breath, things like that, that I felt like I had outgrown it. And I was able to get out there, promote my business, promote the name, be confident, have uh, people behind me, and also be able to, to, to move without having anybody behind me at all. And when that when that fear, when I was able to turn it from Geek Physics to Legends of Athletics, when I was able to turn it, then I'm able to get more positive results from it. Right. And this year alone with Legends of Athletics, I probably did more in this year, rolling up on this year in April to make a year. But rolling up on this year, I probably did more than I did the four years previous with Geek Physics alone, like more more clients uh training wise more with the merchandise more with even this podcast and the youtube and things like that because i turned that fear into something different so i took that fear that i had in sports and applied it to my business as far as saying it like this right if i fail what fails with that like, if I don't do this, then what? How, how does that affect my life down the road, right? If I don't make this happen, what what is the, the consequence of not making it happen? If I do not get out there and put myself out there completely, could I ever say that this business really worked or if it didn't work? Things like that. The For me, I think of the embarrassment of it not working. The embarrassment of looking back, three years, two years, one year down the road and not doing anything and looking back and people saying, hey, Justin, you remember we had this? What happened to this, that, and the other? The, the fear of falling completely off the wagon and being able to look within myself and say, I didn't do everything that I could. Now, it's one thing to fail and you tried your best, but it's another thing to fail and you didn't try that hard at all. A lot of times with fear, we can get to a point to where 
we're trying or we feel like we're trying our best, but you really aren't giving 100%. You may be giving like 30 to 40. I'm telling you this because I've been there. Like, you will lie to yourself and say, hey, yeah, I'm doing the best that I can. But you know, deep down inside, you are not doing your best because that fear is paralyzing you. That fear is putting you in a place that you're not moving. You're not moving. And if you are moving, you're not moving as fast as you could. You're progressing. You're not progressing as fast as you could because you're fearful. It's just like in, in sport, in football, if I got a running back and the best running backs are the ones who are able to see the hole and commit. Um, each play has a designated a designated format, a designated route that is to be run, what have you, and the blocking schemes and all that stuff. And as a running back, you have to have great vision to see where the hole is and hit it. And it, just like a running back who is hesitant, that fear in life makes you hesitate. You can see something there. You can see what it is that you want to go after. You can see the end result. But if you hesitate, you miss it or something comes and knocks you off your course. And if you have a great idea, if you have something in you that you want to do, do it before the negative thoughts take over. Do it before the fear takes over and makes you stagnant. Do it before the negative voices in your head and outside of your head and, and the, the negative, t negative thoughts of other people that they project on you. Do it before that takes over. Because a lot of times with a great idea, other people will distract you or discourage you from from pursuing your idea because they don't have the courage to pursue an, an idea themselves. And I'm kind of going off course a little bit here because I wasn't intending on going this direction. But a lot of times people, because they're fearful and they don't have the gumption to go after something themselves, they will make you put you in that same box and not not allow you to move forward to go after that thing for yourself what do i mean if you say hey i want to start this business and the first thing they say is man i wouldn't do that business because of blah blah blah, blah whatever it's a difference between constructive criticism and a negative thought constructively it'd be like hey i feel like you can do it but you know this is some things that you should look into the negativity, negative thoughts is, nah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think you can do that, man. You know you can't do that. You from over here. You from this this social uh, background. You from this educational status. You from this, this, that, and the other. That's negati negativity. And so you have to be able to filter those things and not allow fear of yourself and fear of others to be projected on you to allow you not to move. This goes for athletes, adults alike. You got anything it is in this life that's worth getting, you got to be able to fight you got to be able to uh, have perseverance and you got to be able to pursue it at all costs and do this thing with all your might. Whatever you do, you do it with all that you can do. And then if it doesn't work again, like I said, hey, at least you say I tried and I can I can say that I tried my best. But I tell you this, if you do something with all your might and it fails nine times out of ten, if it does fail, you will go to another lane that you maybe then see see yourself going in at first, that'll be your stepping stone or your platform to go to something else, and you still will be able to be a success in something else that you maybe didn't think of at first because you were you gave it your all, and you may see a new idea, a new way of doing it, a new avenue, whatever. But you have to pursue it with all you got and at all costs. What I mean by pursuing at all costs is this. 
we all got stuff in life that's going to come up. Like, that's just life. Life is, it is what it is. You got to learn how to fight. Learn how to maneuver. Learn how to dip, duck, and dodge. <laughs> that's what you got to learn how to how to do. And we all got things that's going to happen. You all got circumstances going to happen. We all got stuff going to pop up, whatever. But we can't stop every time something comes up and hit hits us in the mouth. You have to get up, dust yourself off, and keep going. Les, it's a it's a motivational speaker by the name of Les Brown that says if, if I get knocked down, I, I, I always if you get knocked down, try, I, I always try to land on your back because if you can look up, then you can get up. Another one of my favorite guys, Tim Grover, said when you get knocked down, you just stay there until you figure out a plan of action. Or when I get back up, this is what I'm gonna do differently. Don't just get back up and get hit in the mouth again and knocked down again. Think of the plan of action in order to make whatever it is you're going for worthwhile. I can tell you this. Business has matured me so much. Business goes up and down, up and down. It's, it's that That's how it is. And you have some season where you can go up, 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 up. You may plateau and you may not go down. But you have to always have a plan, always pursue, and don't stop, don't quit, don't give up. I am believing you. I'm here with you. And I think that people can do whatever. We, we humans are the most... I don't know, the most amazing creatures because you have the ability to think and you have the ability to do what you want to do and change your circumstances or your situations. Every day, people go from being in severe poverty to being wealthy, severe poverty to being comfortable. It's all about what you want to do and what you want to pursue. And know that when you do it and when you pursue it, it's not going to be easy, but you have to persevere and stick through it and stick through it until the end. Um, and that drives us to the next point of what I want to talk about with pain. So many times in life, we all have faced things in our childhoods, we've in, in teenage years, maybe young adult years, where we experience pain. Pain can be so many different sources. Maybe it's your parent work, walking out on you. Maybe it's the love of your life that you thought was going to work out. Maybe that didn't work out. Maybe it's losing that job of your dream. Maybe it's not making it to your dream of being a professional athlete or being a CEO or COO or C, you know, anything like that. Whatever it is, we all have faced pain. Pain and adversity are, are a part of life. One thing that I can tell you, and I always get these analogies in sports. I remember when I was in, in uh, playing football and had a coach and our coach would always tell us before the game, when we go out, we're going to face adversity. There's going to be adverse situations, adverse times, but we can't lose our heads. And that's the th same thing in life. Every day you get up, you have to say, not that it's going to happen, but you have to say, we may, I may face adverse times, I may face adverse situations, but we can't get down and we can't give up. Um, the, One of the key components is going to be communicating, but with pain, you have to learn how to mold that thing as clay and don't let it harden up on you. Let let it, let it mold it with your hands. Mold it with the help of God to be something positive. A lot of times people make it. You can be a huge success, but if you never address your pain, you won't last long and you have to address it and make it constructive. Uh, some people make their pain constructive like. You know, you think of boxers, you think of people who play contact sports, MMA, football, things like that, rugby, all those where you can let your aggression 
be a thing of art, be a thing of beauty because you can express yourself that way, you know? But even in that, it's people in business worlds, people in leadership, managerial positions, things like that, who have gone through pain and they project that pain on others daily. Um, we can we can use, like I said, use our pain constructively. And I'm saying you can use that, for example, think about it like this. If you had a mother or a father who wasn't there in your life, who maybe walked out or maybe they were in the home and absent or what have you, you can look at that and say, well, I'm going to be what they weren't to me, but I'm also going to be a better leader because that's something that, that I, I didn't see. Maybe I can be a better uh, communicator because that's something that I wasn't that I wasn't real versed in. But again, this goes to self-reflection, inner inner self-reflection. You have to be able to look in yourself and, and reflect and say, well, this is a thing that I didn't get, but that I feel like I could give to someone else. Right. And <clears throat> that makes you a better person. But don't take the pain of, oh, this person walked out on me. Oh, this person done this and project it onto others. What I mean by projecting onto others is saying, well, because Sally Sue or Joe Blow um, done this, then the next person going to pay for their mistake. Or because I had this employee to steal money out of the account, then I'm just going to run the whole thing by myself and I ain't going to trust nobody else with the account. Or because I let this person take time off or take vacation they never came back um found a found another job never came back then i'm just gonna take uh all my employees getting extra time off or this that and the other and we won't we won't do that any, anymore things like that and those are just quick examples but things like that you have to trust you have to believe and you have to be the best person that you can be and i'm talking about it from a standpoint right now i'm talking about it from leadership but even to your kids I mean, if you have kids, you know, you can't take the pain of your childhood and put it on them and put them in a box and say that you can't do X, Y, Z because this was done to me. You know, we all had to live life. And I think in our society today, that's one of the biggest things is that people are so in a box and people are projecting so much pain that we have this bubble society. Like everybody lives in a bubble um, and, and we have the screens, the screen culture that we are in our bubble and we are behind the screen. But, you know, you have to learn how to make that pain blossom into a beautiful flower. I know that for me, the failure of not being from a home where, you know, or being from a family where, you know, I've seen success and being in a neighborhood where I didn't see much success, where I didn't see many kids going to college. I didn't see many kids going, you know, and pursuing a higher education that kind of that that pain of of that um drove me and i mean even like i've told y'all before in other in other episodes where i failed sixth grade i mean that was painful i mean i went to a small school and seeing the people that i was in the class with the year before in a higher grade and i had to repeat a grade and at that time i wasn't very enthused about it for sure um and i felt like my mother um had kind of shortchanged me but um she allowed me to face that pain and go through it. And I think it made me, it's not a thing. I know it made me a better person for that. 
and it, it allowed me to pay attention to detail. Even in, in having fun, you still have to pay attention to detail and, and look at everything and realize everything, every source. But I do know that for a while in my personal life that I allowed pain to run me, meaning having a short fuse, um, not being patient with people, not trusting people, not allowing people to help me was the thing that held me back in a way. Um, and that came from a source of pain in my life. And so when I'm telling you guys, it's, it's personal. I mean, this is this ain't nothing that I'm making up or that I read in a book or that I, you know, just like, no, this is real. Um, and so you have to you have to know how to to navigate it. And like I said, learn how to make that thing blossom into a rose. The things that you didn't have or that you didn't get, it's nothing wrong with spoiling your significant other, spoiling your kids, spoiling your nieces and nephews, whatever. But there's some things in life that they have to go through. There's some things in life, even in sports, like I can see some of my athletes and I try to put them in the best position possible. But there are some things that I have to let them go through on their own in order to be a better athlete to be a better person and sometimes i had to be as much as i love my kids as much as i love like every athlete that i work with i have to be hard on them because it's necessary and the pain teaches lessons that success does not can can never teach losing teaches us things that winning could never teach if you never lose you'll never know the the, the pure joy of winning of winning if you never go through seasons of, of uh, if you never go through a winter, you'll never love summer. I mean, that's just that's just what it is. I mean, and that's life. And and I want you guys, everybody that's, that's hearing this podcast right now, I want you to look at yourself, self-reflect, look on the inside of yourself and and think about, you know, as a person, have I let fear paralyze me? Have I let fear stop me in pursuing um, the things I want to, maybe it's a higher education, maybe it's a, a higher position within your company, maybe it's starting a business, maybe it's public speaking, whatever it is. I mean, have you allowed that to stop you? Have you let pain run your life? Have you let pain ruin relationships, ruin friendships, ruin your relationship with your family, ruin things that, you know, that you maybe didn't didn't realize at first? And if they have, how can I change that? How can I become a better person today? How do I navigate it and become the best version of myself that I can be? Because that's what becoming 1% better each and every day. That's what it is. Like, we have to take, yeah, we take physical reps. We go to the gym. We run. We do the drills. We do all this stuff. We read the books, whatever. But then the, the mental, the mental aspect that's what that's what you really have to work on your spirit, man, your mental, because it's all wrapped into hell. <laughs> so, hey, I'm sorry for coughing. I ain't got the coronavirus now, but <laughs> um, you know, if you can do these things, and if you can really look within, I feel like you would be the best version of yourself that you can be. And so, with that, we're gonna wrap this wrap this episode up, man. Don't forget to share this episode. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, holler at your boy. And share it with a neighbor, share it with a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a friend. And, um, you know, we're going we gonna to keep it rolling until the wheels fall off. And as I tell y'all all the time, get 1% better each and every day. Do the things that legends do. Take the road less travel and be legendary.